Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third playlist podcast of the Kingdom Hearts World Podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm here with my co-host, Spencer. Hello! From the other side of the chair. Hello! Sorry. (laughs) And Aiden. Hello, I'm dying of tiredness. Yeah, we're all dying. My eyes are going to kill everyone. Yeah. Yes. Grace has laser eyes. I do have laser eyes. Grace got eye laser surgery, so. They were inserted about two days ago, I'd say. As far as I'm aware, that means she can be, uh, she can shoot lasers, so. We're all very excited about what prospects this holds for Kingdom Hearts World as a whole. And, the world's uh, uh, takeover will, will have, happen soon. We will have more Personally, I think I'm the luckiest man on earth because, like, laser fiance. Like, <laughs> 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 but but you're also guys? in a very dangerous situation. Grace could be like, optic blast! <laughs> and then, goodbye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> we will explore. Can't stare deeply into each other's eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, no! Wait, Nick, if you get eye laser surgery, then you guys can, and you'll counteract it like Dragon Ball Z beams. <laughs> Does this mean that essentially anywhere we go, we'll just be like, I love you. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like the it'll be like the KO Ken Kamehameha on the Gallic gun. You'd be shooting lasers at each other's eyes, and it'll be like the most romantic thing on earth. But we have to make sure that we match on power levels because if we don't match, there's a very good possibility we'll cause an explosion. It, it's the likes of which is a spirit your, bomb. It's based on your your romance levels, so you gotta you gotta be oh, cheesier. Goodness. You gotta, oh that's what's based on. We're pretty cheesy. Then you guys should be fine. It's okay. I am fondue. Anyway, this is a tangent. Let's move this on. Is, this is a tangent. I'm doing my best to be a co-host. I'm not used to this. <laughs> I'm not good at being a host. What is this episode about, Mr. Nick? Well, I'm glad you asked, Spencer, because this episode is about Undertale. <laughs> Spencer got so excited that he died a little. <laughs> Um, I'm head over office. heels for Undertale. <laughs> As am I, actually. We are, we're all, <laughs> um, we're all here to talk about Undertale. What a winky dink. So anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, how did everybody hear? Everyone, okay, let's preface this a little bit. <laughs> Undertale, you may have seen on your Tumblrs, your Twitters, your, your Facebooks, your Googles. A lot of tumbling. Oh, yeah. It's got, it's a game where you, it's like, it's inspired by Earthbound, and you date skeletons, and you pet dogs, <laughs> and you do all sorts of wild and wacky stuff. And you may have seen lots of art, or Let's Plays, or whatever of it. So, we thought, hey, why not cash in, <coughs> I mean, hey, why not, why not, <laughs> why not talk about this game that we've all experienced in one way or another. So, we're gonna be giving our opinions on... Undertale. And Nick is our host, so I'm going to let Nick uh, take it away. All right, Take well, it away, Ernie! Uh, Back to you, Nick. Harry uh, that's me, my Ernie! Okay, um... Harry Potter reference. I, I, yeah, right over my head, I'm sorry. <laughs> womp womp. Um, so anyway, engagement. I guess, uh, yeah, so I mean, pretty much just like you said it, my first experience with Undertale was obviously through Tumblr. I saw a lot of skeletons that looked very weird and characters that didn't look like they belonged together. And skeletons and spaghetti all over. Spaghetti and, and just everything. So I, you know, I gave it a try and I, I was like, obviously I have no time to play video games. So I will fully admit that my first time through it was I watched it many times. <laughs> I actually, I watched Cry play it. And I, I kind of accepted that I'm, I'm a horrible person and not a very good gamer. So, because he literally, I was just like, hey, you know what? He's doing everything that I, you know, would have done. So <laughs> I will admit that my knowledge of Undertale, though I, I've, uh, started playing it actually and, and I'm horrible at it, uh, is, is fairly limited. We'll see. We'll see as it goes on. So, um, <clears throat> we're versed in the theories. We're versed in the theories and the story, mm-hmm. which is really honestly, uh, other than the, the pretty interesting gameplay, which Spencer, I think you'll probably want to talk more about because yeah. it's, it's very, uh, it's very earthbound. It's very earthbound. And I, mm-hmm. I played it, I played Undertale for review for Monstervine, that place I talked about last time. So I've, uh, I played it two and a half times. So I, I know the gameplay. Inside and out, if you will. Wait, did you do a genocide mode? No, I didn't have the balls. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Me neither. I didn't. 
felt oh a, goodness i i couldn't i felt too i'll explain about that after but um yeah i accidentally killed someone in my first playthrough and i couldn't live with the guilt so <laughs> the second playthrough was uh a really nice pacifist one uh to explain the game unlike most games you don't have to fight all the enemies you encounter you can talk to them which leads to a number of events ranging from anything to uh, petting them to hugging them or respecting their personal boundaries, um, <laughs> which are all pacifistic ways to... And uh, not bullying them. Yeah, yeah. And that's my favorite. Or not bullying, which yeah. are all ways to defeat your enemies without confrontation. Or you can choose not to, to slaughter them. Sorry, do we want to do a spoiler podcast? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no we haven't really spoiled too much of anything yet. <clears throat> not we yet. Could, spoiler alert, everybody! This okay. point onward. Disclaimer: We're gonna spoil the plot. So if you want your <laughs> plot unspoiled, get out of here. And play the game. Get out of here, you. You better go play that game because it's a good game. It's only ten dollars on Put Steam. Put the body. Put the body. It's a good game. It's a good um, game. Play that yeah. game, man. So you can kill everybody and then you get a bad person ending, or you can kill a couple people and get an okay person ending, or you can be nice to everyone and get a nice person ending. <clears> so yeah, conti- sorry, Nick. Continue. Now that's oh no! Clarified. I mean, actually, I was gonna probably open it up at this point. Um, I-, I figure the best way to start up a conversation is who is your favorite character. In Undertale, I think yours and mine are the same. Nick. Are they? Is it Papyrus it's and Papyr- Metaton? It's Papyrus. <laughs> Papyrus and Metaton. Honestly, like Papyrus was my favorite for a while, and then Metaton EX happened, and I <laughs> fell in love instantly. I think mine's Papyrus and Sans. Sans. Sans? Oh my god, they're so good. I they like skeletons. Yeah, to stop. That's amazing. <laughs> skeletons Why should I? Are Wait, so Aiden, who's your favorite? Definitely Sans. Like, there's no question. <laughs> <laughs> From the second he it, like zoomed in on his face. <laughs> Can I ask why? I love just the worst jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even need an explanation? Uh, Aiden plays Dragon Quest, dude. You'll play Dragon Quest unless you have a pun threshold of like a thousand. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Quest oh. is all puns. It is all puns. It's very punny. It is. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, it's had the same gameplay for, like, decades, and it survives on the back of puns. <laughs> it survives I'm, literally on puns. I'm so glad that Papyrus basically has my pun threshold of, like, zero. Just, like, a pun happens, he's like, Oh my god, shut up! You're a joyless human being. I love their interaction as brothers. Yeah. They're really nice. They actually play really well together. It's really yeah. cute, actually. Sans's relationship with Pyrus is probably like so it, heartwarming. It is because he doesn't. He he knows that his brother's an idiot. He's like, but he nice. totally is like, isn't my brother cool? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He's like, hey, hey, do you mind uh, letting my brother see you? He he works hard. <laughs> and make I, his well, day. Yeah, and it's also he. I think he respects how hard his brother works too. In comparison to him, <laughs> in, in comparison, comparison to him. his yeah. his lack of work. He's like sometimes he, he I make hot dogs. Things that he really likes, <laughs> like hot dogs or science or science. Mm-hmm. Or being scared. You see me and my scientist love? Oh, okay. Can you guys guess my favorite character? Oh my god, it's Alphys. Alphys. Oh, I do love her, but no. Actually, what? You know, that's a good point. There's a lot of scientist characters in this game. Yes, there are. Is yes. it Nuts? Oh, that's Earthbound. Dang. <laughs> oh. Womp, womp. Is it Timmy? Sorry, gent. Hmm? Is it Timmy? Is it the Timmy. monster kid who always trips? Timmy. No, it is not the monster kid. It is Gaster. Oh, yeah. okay. Love this like rumored mm. character that you literally have to dive into the code in order to find. But um, yeah, like Gaster is so cool. It, you have to you have to go into the code. You have to change some of the numbers. You have to okay. There's a there's a there's a thing in the code apparently called a fun level, and you go <laughs> and change the fun level to I'm not sure if it's 66 it's or 666. Six, six, six. Six. Well, I haven't even heard of this yeah. before. Yeah. And you have to change that in order to reach his room, and it's not even guaranteed that you'll be able to reach it, but once you do, you can only get there once. And Whoa. then you see him, and you can like approach him and or talk to him, but you can only talk to him once, and he says something in webdings. <laughs> and then you translating that out, it translates into different stuff. It's rumored that he was the um, the royal scientist before Alphys was. He looks creepy. Yeah. His, his name actually is him. He's a spooky guy. Yeah, he's spooky. He he's super spooky. There's a lot of speculation that he's like either the father he's... and or creator to Papyrus and Sans. Yeah. I wanted to oh, say okay. that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. He's like strongly connected to both Papyrus and Sans. 
And um, if you actually go downstairs, they have a lab, apparently, that may or may not have been connected to him and Sans as well. Yeah, and Sans is very, like, if you talk to Papyrus, I think, about it, um, Papyrus says that Sans is really interested in science-y stuff and nerdy things. So there's mm-hmm. another cool connection. And he's also um, supposed to, there's supposed to be a hint to him being the man who talks with hands, I think it's called. Uh, there, when you're, um... When you're on the riverboat. Yeah, when you're on the riverboat, the, you know, the little guy that takes you across sings songs or whatever, and... One Captain. of the things he says is, beware the man who speaks in hands. There we go. Thank and you. And with uh, Wingding font, there's, you know, obviously there's a lot of hand um, icons. Mm-hmm. So, and hmm. his hands have holes in them. I don't know what that means. Do they really, though? Or is yeah, that, they got big old holes in Jesus. them. Yeah, like is that, is Jesus. Yeah, is that like a Jesus thing? Dun, dun, dun. I, I'm not then certain. Then again, he, he, he fell, his death occurred by him falling into the core. Just like Oh, Jesus. yeah, that was a thing. Welcome to Just the Undertale like Christian Podcast. <laughs> I'm your good old host. Yay, Saint, me. Patron saint of Papyrus, Spencer. <laughs> I do love them so much. Do though, I Papyrus get to be patron Sands? saint of Metaton? Metaton? The patron saint of Metaton EX. The patron saint of Gaster. And the patron saint of Sands. Oh, my. We are, we are the holy quattro. Anyway, I'm going to drag it on a tangent, so I'm going to pull myself out of there. <laughs> Because, right. uh, okay, sorry. Um, so oh, Gaster, no. spooky hand boy. Next. <laughs> okay, um, so that, Grace's favorite cover. Okay, Aiden, uh, do you want to explain fully why Sans is your I shouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, not to build too much on the Gaster thing, because I feel like this is something I could keep coming back to, and Grace certainly could. Because Gaster's um, amazing. Um, <laughs> Sans's attack is, uh, is called the Gaster Blaster. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, and does doesn't it look like a, a like dragon or something? It looks like the the giant machine that you find in Alphys's basement. Ooh. Oh my goodness, that area was creepy. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that basement. It's like mm-hmm. that one that one dark that area. Like it's like you touch shit. something that seems like human, but it's moist. And I was like, nope. Oh, okay. no. Bye. <laughs> no, bye. Oh, guess who's not going here? I was like, guess what room I'm never coming to again? This one. I remember I remember when I was watching that, I was like, yes, this is so cool. And then I rewatched it with Grace, and she was just like, no! <laughs> no! I was about to be sick for the whole time. It was I very was so, discomforting. So next to being sick. And, like, I remember, Nick, when we went through it together, uh, you said that you had forgotten about that level. I and I'm like, did. how could you forget about this? This is disgusting and horrifying. I think I, I think I forgot about it really because I really wanted to finish it with you. And all I could think was about the fight with Azrael at the end. I was just like, oh, I can't wait. That's like, such a, I, that's such huh? a good fight. Like, the, mm. the way that they, like, break the mercy bar at the beginning. Oh, is very, yeah. very, that's like, Asgore. Oh, I thought you said Asgore. No, 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 Azrael. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> no, actually, no. The Azrael fight's cool that. too. It has really nice music, and it's like uh, oh, save the world. I mm. think the music the in general. That, um, the music is amazing. The part that mostly like had me uh, about that game was I was playing it, and mm-hmm. uh, so I beat Asgore finally on my first playthrough, mm-hmm. and then my game crashed, and I was like, "What the hell?" Like. <laughs> I was like angry. I was like, I gotta do that again. And then I booted it up, and uh, Flowey or whatever is like, "Yo, I crashed your game, dog." And I was like, "What? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me?" And then he kept doing it, and he kept being like, "I did it again." And he's like, "I can kill you. I can crash your game. I can load states." And I was like, "What is this experience?" It's the weirdest having? meta situation. Yeah, yeah. it was so messed up. It was so off-putting, and I was like. I don't think I've ever felt a game that feels like it like extends its reach outside of the game like this. <laughs> or it's like that's it's like what, controlling my steam. I was like, what, oh. <laughs> that's what Grace and I were saying actually. Like once we finished, you know, the game, the <laughs> we we just looked at each other. and I was like, this game has no replay value. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like Flowey basically is like, hey, everyone's happy now. Like. I mean, if you want to start the game over, you can pretty much just like go in and you can destroy their happiness. Yeah, like, you yeah. ruin just their do happiness. it. Ruin everyone's lives. Just do it, jackass. You gonna, oh, you gonna do um, it? So okay, uh, let me explain the thing I said earlier. So my first playthrough um, is probably gonna make everybody really mad at me. I uh, <laughs> I thought you had to kill Toriel. To oh, no. oh come on! 
So oh god! The first playthrough, because okay, no wonder you felt that. You, you just see a nice let old me, lady, and you're like, she has to die, obviously. <laughs> let me defend my choice. I was in the Toriel fight, and I tried talking, and I kept saying talking won't do anything. And I said, okay. I tried sparing her like five times, didn't do anything. So I was like, okay, even though you have to do that a bunch, I didn't know that. So I tried yeah. running and sleeping, and then coming back, and then leaving again, eat, and sleeping, and then eating the pie in front of her in battle. <laughs> Like, I tried, like, everything I could, and I was like, I guess I have to kill her. Like, I don't know any other solution. And then, 20 minutes later, I text my friend, like, dang, that's pretty harsh how they make you kill Toriel. And she was like, excuse me, you don't. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what? And then, at the end of the game, Sods is like, oh, the lady behind the door disappeared. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I did this. Oh, that no. was me. <laughs> so, on my second playthrough, I was like, I'm going to spare the hell out of you. And you're going to like it. <laughs> so you played through the whole game yeah. after beating Toriel. I thought you reset the game after that. No, I played through the whole game and felt bad and then did the oh, total pass this one. That's rough. Yeah. So that was the one death on my on my conscience. The big and one, then, man. Like, I, I was... definitely understand why you would want to restart or replay it. Oh, yeah. I was especially, like, on my second playthrough, I was, like, so pacifistic toward Like, that whole battle, I was like, I'm not going to do anything but spare you repeatedly. Cause like in the first playthrough, I still I didn't kill anything. Like I I spared everything because I was I was like I was atoning for my sins. I guess <laughs> I guess. But I was like, you know, uh, the this next playthrough, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right. I'm gonna save everyone, including the goat people, and, and all will be good. <laughs> oh man! All of the goats. Yeah. Dude, just that final fight though. That final fight with Azrael. Like I. All right, I'll be real. I was straight up, like, bawling my eyes out. I was like, oh my god, it's so good! I had, like, like, anime protagonist feelings. I was like, yeah, I'm saving the world, yeah! Yeah, yeah, no, but with, like, save the world playing, and you, you get in, and you're just like, you gotta save these people, and you, like, suddenly they remember you, and you're just like, oh, these feelings! Yeah. I must oh, be yeah, when you have to remind I, them. I had my protagonist feelings on, I really did, but no, no tears to be had. That's okay. I cry no, at everything. No, though. sir. I cry, at, I, I cry at Subaru commercials. <laughs> oh, what? I mean, they, they look nice. I, I... <laughs> it's cute. No, they're all about love and family and stuff. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Subaru. <laughs> oh, that's nice. This podcast nice, is brought to you by. You're a nice guy, Nicholas. <laughs> I am. I'm something. You're a nice guy. <laughs> um, but yeah. Undertale, um, Subarus oh, and Undertale. about that that Subaru Undertale. People Good are gonna time. be like, "Are you? You guys are sponsored by Subaru?" Uh, and yeah, we are. I I wish. Don't okay. we wish we were? Yes. <laughs> so are you guys. And not? then people are gonna come back to this in years if we ever like have real sponsor. And they're gonna be like, "Oh, see." <laughs> oh, so boy. we just wanted to let you guys know that uh, Kingdom Hearts World is in fact sponsored by Subaru. <laughs> Uh, Subaru, yeah. love it. Tra- I don't even remember what the thing is. Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is a great game, but I would not have gotten it if I didn't get in my Subaru MX320. I drove to the store with its amazing gas mileage, smooth riding, built-in <laughs> iPod dock, and very nice noise compression inside. <laughs> wow, it's just Spencer. wonderful the sort of memories that you can make in a Subaru as well as playing Kingdom Hearts. And for only 500 down payments of 49.99. <laughs> love, Remarkable. it's what drives a Subaru. I play Kingdom Hearts in my Subaru. And crude oil. Okay, but like being real about this, this Undertale. is how they speak on commercials. <laughs> They're like, do you want to drive or do you want to travel? No, but it's like, it's like, you're so limited with like radio commercials, like you can't be weird, like, you know, like Old Spice or something. Like, so you gotta. Oh, yeah, because like, you don't have the visual aspect. I know, so like the weirdest you can do is always like, what are you doing, kiddo? Yeah. Oh, I'm just it's thinking like, about my Subaru, dad. And It's really funny that you say that, kiddo, because you know that for one month's down payment, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, who has real conversations like this? It's like yeah. if I just came up to you like... Dude, that was my last talk with my dad recently. I, really? Before I came into podcast. Nick, we just shared went, a conversation went, that was just like hey, that. Don't dad. you remember our conversation about wonderful Subarus and the mileage that they achieved? Why did you call I, Nick I, dad? I walked up. I said, hey, <laughs> don't ask that. Aiden. That's a conversation for another time, Aiden. Don't Aiden, kink PG, shame me, Aiden. Aiden, this is a PG-13 podcast. There was no shame. to the kids here. <laughs> um, yeah, I walked right before this podcast. I walked up to my dad. I said, hey, dad, your Toyota Hyundai 
is, is it's, it's it's really <laughs> something. I'm dying. I, I, it's really something. That gas it's mileage, I, I just don't know what to do about it. He's, he's like, such good gas mileage that had two different dealerships. Selling yeah, <laughs> that one. I know a lot about Double cars. Double the mileage. <laughs> anyway, Undertale. Um, <laughs> there's no cars in Undertale. They might have gotten one after the game that, ends. Uh, Undertale is on, is on Steam for $10. For nine ninety nine. For nine ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, with the original soundtrack included, with such hits as "Dummy," "Asgore," <laughs> and a German name I can't pronounce. Which, by the way, actually do that though. Yeah, it's. I'm not joking. We're not sponsored, but it's a good game. You should play. Yeah. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll it's continue to talk good. about why it's a good game. Okay, where, where, who wants to pick up the ball here? About who has something on their chest that they, they just, they the, gotta get out. The music. Who can feel their sins crawling on their neck or whatever? And, and just needs to... I forget the line from Sans. Who needs to throw it out there? Aiden, talk the, about the music. The music, exactly. the music is beautiful. When I, when I was listening to the uh, the soundtrack for um for the ice area, it... Oh, that's nice. For Snowden? Like, yeah, I believe it's Snowden, yeah. Where yeah, it's Snowden. Where it's just like the light piano, and then oh, yeah. it's like in the violins. That's oh my gosh. Oh, it's incredible. And the boss themes. Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. But like oh, Megal- so megalovania good. is like was it bone scatter <laughs> it, or bone bo- something? bone bone trousel oh yeah, bone it was amazing that's every boss one of my theme favorites. fits the boss really well mm-hmm. and and the music really does bring out a, like a certain emotion like oh yeah like most music it's it like nowadays doesn't really like go for emotions other than like well, I guess that's not fair but. Eh. Unless you're listening to Steam Powered Giraffe. Yeah, like, but it's like, but this just, this was just so specifically, like, it made you feel a certain emotion, like, and it was so, like, so good at it, like, and, um, yeah. I can't describe my feelings for the music. No, it, no, you're absolutely right. Like, Snowed In is a great example of that. It's, it has mm-hmm. almost that kind of Traverse Town sort of like, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like nostalgia. a very, yeah, nostalgic sort of melancholy feel of being yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first and listened to it, that's how I felt. But I like you get an nostalgic feeling, and you've never played the like played the game yeah. up until then. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it just feels like home, and like it feels like childhood. And it's like ah. I think that's part of like what what it got from Earthbound because mm-hmm. anyone who's played Earthbound can get that that has a lot of that. Like Earthbound yeah. has a lot of even if you've like play, you're playing it for the first time, it has a lot of. And I think this was the intent by like the creator Shigesato Toy. Like I think he's talked about this. But like the game really well emulates like a uh, like childhood like memory or adventure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if if you check out, I'll put in the background of this or something. If you check out like the song from um, when you go home in Earthbound, it's a it's a remix of the song from Mother One, Pollyanna. Did you like, hear that? It's Guys, just... did you hear that? What's that? Oh, that's so nice. I oh, feel so nice... nostalgic right now. This is unre- this is unrelated to the music that Spencer's adding. He's actually just having an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it helps Nick. Spencer it helps just Nick adds remember. metal like him. Right <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So so it adds this like it adds it, it's this feeling of like oh like it's like it reminds you of being at home with your kid or like something. Yeah. And like I think Undertale emulates that kind yeah. of feeling really well. Where like mm. in Earthbound, like uh, the Starter Town song is like it, it, it sounds like upstarting, like you're ready, or like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And as you go, like the like the last boss song, if you can call it that, in Earthbound is like very eerie and uncomfortable, um, mm. and it reminds <laughs> you of like childhood fears and stuff because that's what's based on. Undertale emulates this really well in that, like a lot of the songs, like the song. Like the one of the first songs you hear when you wake up in the in the flower thing, it, it sounds like you're like a waking up song when you're in the house, when you're in Toriel's house. Oh my like god! It, it gives off very similar feelings to Earthbound that. Made house. me feel creeped out actually. I thought that she was gonna attack a lot. Oh I, really? You know what? I I, really I did, did too, but I I did too the first time. But I think I think really what that speaks to isn't so much the game as much as it is. Uh, oh, okay. No, you know what? Maybe it is a little bit of the game because Flowey definitely. Oh, he sets you up for yeah. it. He sets you he up for it, because he's like, here, just run into these things. And then mm-hmm. you run into him, and he's like, ha you're an idiot. You're okay. going to yeah. die down here. And suddenly you have this, like, okay, well, I guess I can't trust anybody down here. Yeah. Like, oh, and I tried joke, to go to the basement 
first before doing anything else. She was like, don't go in the basement. And I was like, um. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it uh, does set you yeah. right up for that. I mean, it's it a really stairwell. Does. I like, thought she was right going to eat you. I really did. I thought she was going to eat you by the end of that game. But, um. Yeah. With uh, the. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. But uh, just to close my point. Yeah, like it, it emulates a lot of feelings well. Like almost in the way that, like, in a way that I'd say the Mother series does very well. And I think that's the most inspired part. Uh, other than, like, the, the visuals and text boxes are obviously very mother-like. But yeah. I think that's the most, like, feeling-oriented aspect or uh, immersive aspect of Earthbound that was uh, very well translated into Undertale. I think I think another thing would be um, to talk about would be Asgore, actually. Wait, wait, can I go to the music? Oh, oh. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to talk about Asgore first? No, 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 we'll no, no, back no. To we're, music. On, we're on the music topic. Talk about music. Okay. You talk about Asgore music. Oh, do you want to talk about the theme of Asgore? Asgore's theme was the first thing that got me into Undertale. I was like, fine, I'll play it. Whatever. (laughs) This song is so good. I can't can't say no anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, when it comes to the music, what I found really particularly enthralling about it is um, it's almost made in a Williams-esque way. Like, John Williams goes into every single movie that he does, and he creates music according to scene. And, um, so, like, his music tends to be very varied because of that. Um, I feel like the, the, uh, Undertale themes are super varied because they're all catered to a certain character in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, it reflects and it also draws on every single character that's being made. And also, what I find to be pretty cool about the music is that it does tend to tie in if you're listening to one theme versus another. Um, and that's another element that I would say more of a video game soundtrack where they're drawing on more things from like the, I suppose it would be more so earthbound. I was thinking just from my previous experience from Motoi Sakuraba, like his, his particular soundtracks tend to draw on each other really well, but I, I freaking love video game composers. So it just, it like blows my mind how well thought out this one is. Yeah, it was, it definitely spoke volumes just the, and, and I think one thing else to talk about about it was uh it, it interested me a lot out as to the fact that like i feel like i'm rambling um oh don't worry that's that's, that's the, the point that's, of, that's a kingdom hearts s- podcast <laughs> some of the music was very like almost 8-bit kind of like basic midi sounding mm-hmm. and then you get to like save the world and like asgoran songs where like it, it almost sounds quite i don't know a little bit more like melodic there's like yeah. actual violin kind of sounds to it, and it's more than just like this, like kind of like. I think that's very reflective of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you think you're like, oh, this is like RPG, like yeah, eight bit looking, and then it's like crashes your game and like <laughs> makes you feel bad about goat people and <laughs> all that. So I think I think you have a very good point there, and I think that that like the the, the soundtrack reflects the themes of the game very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a I know Grace might get mad at me for this, but I, th- I feel like recently I've just been listening to the metal versions of all these songs. Oh, I like them. <laughs> I like those. There's a there's a guy. I think his name's like Richard something on YouTube. I downloaded his stuff. Did you? Me too. Yeah, I me did. too. He, Not uh, all of it, but he, yeah. He keeps like seems like every week he's putting out a new like uh, cover of one of their songs. He just came out today with Undyne's one, Ooh. the Spear of Justice that. Oh, that was a good song. I, I was like jamming out at work. I was like, I really hope someone doesn't walk in and me. <laughs> that was that's actually my least favorite character is Undyne. Whoa. Not that I'm upset with her. Even after the cooking fight. Yeah, I know, right? I should like her after that, shouldn't I? Um, <laughs> I think of the main character, she's probably my least favorite as well. Yeah, I, could, I mean, like that's that's like saying she's my least favorite chocolate. Like yeah. I love all chocolates, love them all. Yeah. yeah. I agree. She's still a great character. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not as invested in her as I am in everyone else. Am I the only one that feels bad for Asgore? I feel horrible for Asgore. I mean, like, obviously, he, uh, he did some... He messed up, man. He, did, he messed up a bit. He did some bad stuff. Just, but I just mean, a like, little bit, yeah. Even just in his song, like, <laughs> you can feel, like, remorse or, mm-hmm. like, reluctance in his song. Or when he's, like, just think of it as going to the dentist. Oh, like, God. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like he That's clearly, gonna kill me. He clearly feels like he's not like evil, like pure yeah, evil. He's, he's really like, not. He's just doing what he believes he has to do. 
Well, he did. And, I mean, I, this is this is actually a conversation that Grace and I were having. Like, he, the tutorial he, side of this one. Yeah, I. It's funny because I'm a bit more. I guess I'm a bit more on Asgore's side, though. I don't think what he did was Ooh. right. I definitely understand where he's coming from because, like, yeah. he he lost his son to the humans because they were relentless. He lost his freedom to the humans because they were relentless. I mean, so he kind of felt like he was out of options. Like he he kind of felt like the only way of of gaining freedom again was by forcefully taking it back, and the only way to do that was to take these souls. Mm-hmm. So I mean, though that was you know agonizing for him to have to do something as horrible as that, like he kind of felt like you know the needs of of the few. The needs of the many only the needs of the Yeah, exactly. The there you go. The needs of the many. It's very Dumbledorean of you. <laughs> yeah. It's Spock. Yeah. It's yes. well yeah, and Spock. So um, I mean But like I, I'm still in Toriel here in that like it's I don't know, it's it's just not right to play God. <laughs> it's not, but yeah. but the I mean other... I understand his mindset. I understand where he's coming from. I mean But like o- you become the monster if you do something like that. True, but the only other the only other option that they had, the one that Torio was suggesting, was going up to the surface and, and like, imploring the humans to help them. And really, from his experience with that, it's like, they didn't even give two craps about the monsters. Yeah, it was funny how the humans were always depicted as, like, the monsters, and the, yeah. and the monsters were always yeah. depicted as, like, the actual characters. Yeah. Like that was and how they were the weaker that that really yeah, blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, how they were like, yeah, Mine humans too. are so powerful, yeah, you can't possibly fight them. Yeah, I know. that's actually that's something that that I've talked about. I think Grace with you as well, just because like that's something that's so, that's so contrary to what you see with a lot of stories these days. Like mm-hmm. with a lot of alien and like sci-fi stories, it's like humans are the lowest worms of the universe. Oh, you yeah. have no powers. You're all so fragile. That that is a very recurring theme, sci-fi and fantasy. Super, yeah. yeah. It's really annoying sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. It was very. It was almost shocking to see like the inverse, where it's like you hold this like power. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just just about everyone that plays Undertale says, "Oh yeah, it flips RPGs on their head and changes everything." But it, I mean, it really does. So I mean, I oh yeah, <laughs> I a hundred percent. When I went into the game, like I, I heard a lot about the game through people, whatever. The um, Tumblr rights. I knew it was. T- I knew it was big on Tumblr, and I knew it was big on lots of things. And I was like, "Like, wow, this game is uh people are really digging it." I don't see how it could like meet any of these expectations people set for it because everyone's like, it like changes like it's like a a new form like it's like one of the most fantastic like interesting games you'll play uh in like recent memory. And yeah, I was like, I don't know about like, that. Super what number nine something like game of the month or something like that. Wow. Yeah, it got a nine point five That's on what it uh, Game Facts. Or, yeah, no, what hmm. was it? GameSpot. Well, I mean, you got a ton of good reviews. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went into it, and I was like, I I didn't have any like, I wasn't going into it being like this won't meet expectations or that like it would. I just went into it like let's see what happens, and I was like, wow, that met expectations. Like what what people said about it, I found to be true, hmm. and uh, I actually gave it the. A five out of five editor's choice. Dun, dun, um, dun. Nice. Which was my first ever editor's choice. And I was like, dang, dude. Um, but <laughs> I was like, whoa. But I was like, it, it's truly like some, it's like an, a fascinating experience of a game. So I, I, I completely agree with you, Aiden, that like, it's, even though it's like a lot of people, people will say about almost anything now that comes out and has like decent, uh, reviews and whatnot that they're like, this turns this. On its head, <laughs> but I think Undertale has a stronger case for that than most things. Yeah, no, I I entirely agree. It's a it's a wonder. I mean, they did a great job of putting the game together in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just very cohesive, and it makes me scared to ever watch a replay of it because I'm I'm curious, but I don't know if I really want to go that far as to watch a genocide mode. I don't know if I could see them die. That's my yeah. beef too. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I love these characters. They've they've become part of my my fandom family here. I like can't, I can't think of Papyrus dying. I but, oh, I, but I watched it. That's something really oh. cool about it is that the morality system in the game is actually based on your own morality. Like it's not going to tell you you did something wrong. It's just like, yeah, you killed that person. That was you. Like, can you live oh. with yourself? <laughs> like, oh man, that's an amazing morality Sans, system. 
when Sans like judges you for that. Oh yeah, I guess I he guess, did judge you for it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean he when he basically I I don't know if you guys watched He calls the, you out. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he asks you basically something like, you know, you you've do you really think that I, I don't even remember what he asks you, to be honest. Do do you, either of you guys know what it is? Um I've forgotten. The whole I, I, it's killing me now. It's gonna kill me. But uh you know, he, he, oh, you know what? I think he he basically just asks if it makes you a bad person or something, or like if if someone can change, and you know, he he basically just kind of rhetorically asks you if you think you're justified in what you did, and then like there's a brief little pause. He's like, just think about it, and he's like, well, oh, yeah. it doesn't really matter what your answer is because you're a dirty brother killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, not papyrus. I know. Mm. Why would you kill what you could date? And Sans is so powerful. He is. Yeah. So powerful. He's the fan favorite, I think. Probably. He gets paired yeah. a lot with people. Which is surprising, seeing as he's not tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> oh, and actually, th- this, you know, I don't know how much longer we're going to talk about Undertale before we start just going into our personal playlist, but, um. We got seven more minutes. All right. Whoa. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Th- this actually, this is a little disclaimer to people, like artists and whatnot, who are listening to this. I just found out about this yesterday because I started making Undertale, uh, pins. Those look really nice, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, I am not allowed to mass produce those. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Toby right? Fox has requested that, uh, people respect his, his artistic rights and, uh, not to sell any unofficial fan art of Undertale. That's odd and counterproductive to the whole, I don't know. Well, like if, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I mean, but... he said, he said if, if, you know, if somebody, uh, you know, commissions you to do it, then by all means, I mean, that's their money oh, okay. and they're putting that's, into yeah. it. Just don't like, just don't sell stuff at cons. Hmm. That's interesting. I I can't think of another kind of thing like that where someone Calvin and Hobbes outright said that. Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, Was it Interview with a Vampire? Really? Yeah, she's very against fan works. Mm -hmm. That's weird. I I can Um, kind of see where they're coming from because a lot of fan culture nowadays can kind of like bastardize the characters. Yeah, it's very uh and it's case in point, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, actually, I'm we not, have ruined the series. I'm not even sure if that's really where he was coming from. Like, I think what it was is just that like it's hard enough being an indie developer on his own mm-hmm. um to the point where like, you know, thanks to the wonders of Steam, like you can share the game with people without them having to buy it. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's really not a huge money maker for him. So, I think and he, you know, in his mind, and I, I have to agree with him and respect that, you know, he wants to put out his own merchandise. And if you mm-hmm. want, you know, Undertale merch, you got to go through him. Yeah, and I can see it going the route of Minecraft. Like, I know Minecraft is a little bit more ridiculous than Undertale. But yeah. I can see them doing, like, some actual, like, mainstream merchandise based on how popular mm-hmm. the game is. I hope they do, because I would Although, love to buy do you some. Think- do you think Undertale has the lasting power of Minecraft? Because the reason Minecraft has lived so long is because of what you can do. I, with it. I like think can... I think the characters would be enough to carry the merchandising. Oh, and also, well, they're not marketed towards children, though. That's the thing. Like Undertale is remarkable in that it really is struck home with um, older individuals. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it'd be like yeah. a, a super mainstream thing, but I'm saying that, that at least see that I could see there being at least some products. And yeah. he'd want yeah. control. So, like, maybe on like Fan Gamer. I think there would be some on like Fan Gamer. Mm-hmm. He, he is in development of, of merch, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it's not like we won't see it. Yeah. Will he sell me spaghetti, please? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Undertale the, brand spaghetti. Uh, thing is, though, this isn't the first time I've heard that happen. Like, actually, Homestuck was another one mm-hmm. where uh, Andrew. What's his name? Hussey? Uh, yeah, Hussey specifically said and like so many people on tumblr and whatnot follow him on twitter and you know whatever specifically said like please if you go to a con and you see people selling homestuck stuff tell them that like i don't approve that like please tell them to take it down Mm -hmm. and i mean that really sucks but at the same time like i have to understand as an artist myself that like 
I don't know, if someone's making money off of your thing and you're kind of like hitting rock bottom. Yeah, I can fully understand. Kind of sucks. Yeah. I agree. I can agree with Aiden as well, though, because the nature, even though I'm not fond of the word, the nature of fandom has changed immensely in the last, like, I don't know, five years, maybe ten years. It was before. It was like you like a thing, um, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, man. people who like it, you sell whatever, like whatever. But now with um, with sites like I keep mentioning Tumblr. Um, like, is really big with fandom. You can, yeah, yeah, you, like it's it's big about fandom. So like people make their own interpretations of the characters and then argue when you don't agree or whatever. So yeah, that's pretty dumb. There is like I can understand that point of view as well. I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but I understand where that opinion would come from. Mm-hmm. Because, like, with enough of conflicts like that, uh, it can lead to almost, like, a souring yeah. mm-hmm. of, like, the, of the thing for people. Yeah, well, and, uh, and I don't know I if mean, that was cohesive. That but. certainly is a thing, and I hate to say it. I mean, this I feel like we're getting on a tangent with this because we could talk about tons of fandoms this way. Like, My Little Pony, for instance. Harry Potter. Oh, God, don't unleash the floodgates yeah. on us, Nick. So we that, should do a My Little Pony episode. You know, I know absolutely nothing about MIP. I know absolutely nothing either. But I'm just going to talk to myself, guys. Just me. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> if you know anybody who watched it, Grace, you could pull them on. Oh, my <laughs> sister! Get you guys can do a here. sister podcast. Yeah! yeah. Um, that would be fun. But uh, Steven Universe is another one? Oh, my God. I've, oh, God. I, I have difficulty watching the show purely because, like, how scary the people who, like, the... Oh? The vocal minority of people who like it are. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be really honest. I haven't seen really what the scary part is. I don't know if I want to. They drove I... one girl to a suicide attempt. What? I've only seen yeah. Are you kidding it's, me? Oh, yeah, because she, she drew Rose skinny. Before yeah. the character. I, I read that was before the character was revealed to be large, though. Oh, uh, really? Because she was revealed to be large kind of early on in the show, I think. I don't know. Yeah. My, friend was, my friend was telling me about it, and she's very into it. I watched the show. I thought it was. I, I watched a few episodes. I thought it was okay. I thought the music was the best part. Oh my god! But I mean, I, I'm a better. huge Steven Universe yeah. fan. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I'll have to partake at some point. Mm. But, um, you gotta. Anyway, I, I find a lot of people kind of. It, it takes a little bit. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going one episode at a time right now. Like I'm on episode like two or three, where it's like. <laughs> oh, you. It's you still kind of hard binge. to get into it right now. <laughs> you gotta binge. I watch. I remember watching the pilot like years ago. Mm-hmm. It was approved and i was like yeah. you know what that's not bad um i thought lakewood plaza turbo was cooler but <laughs> that's just me but anyway uh we have to wrap up undertale <laughs> yeah so um closing opinions yeah. uh mine is that it is a fantastic game that i feel everyone uh should try out once whether or not you like it i don't know but i think it's a worthwhile it's a worthy use of your time and it might change your your thoughts on certain things about the genre Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a steal for ten dollars. It was. It's an. It's an incredibly put together game that I think centers so well on storyline and gameplay and characters uh, in a in a world of video games that centers so much usually on graphics. And I'm so mm-hmm. impressed by that. Mm-hmm. Looking All at right. you, Enix. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Sa- save Ra- Ragnon Enix for our main. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move into a really quick playlist where we say what we've all done, uh, and then we're going to kick it out of here. You got this, Nick. All right, dudes, we got 15 minutes. Let's make this happen. We're going from Undertale to our playlist, so... Uh, Whoa! Yeah. Who you want to start, Nick? It's my transition. <laughs> you get to pick the order, Nick. transition. Let's we're going to do it now. That was, all right. Uh, that was buttery smooth. You get to pick the, the order of people, Nick, because you're the host, so... Go! Uh, oh... Grace, you're first. Oh my goodness. I wonder uh, if it's the You're just to... saying that because it's her fiance. That's special treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about it? <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, what I've been fangirling about has. Uh, I can talk. <laughs> New music. Hurry, Grace. Do it for the laser okay. eyes. <laughs> yeah, because I have to put drops in my eyes and steroids. <laughs> and, okay, so I've been listening to a lot of new music. Um, Hamilton Today, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yes. That was amazing. And pretty much just listening to the King George song, like, over and over and over again. Because it was so fabulous. Um, I've also been listening to a whole lot of new steampunk stuff. And, uh, good recommendations for people if you're looking for stuff. Of course, there's always Steam Powered Giraffe, Professor Elemental, 
Mr. B, the Gentleman Rhymer, and um, I just listened to a new names. one by The Cog is Dead. And is that that donut? Fantastic names. I know, right? <laughs> the donut They're so good. Yes, I actually like that one. It's really good. Um, whoa. It's fun. Um, uh, and like, uh, you know, I'm just doing my normal crazy stuff and wedding planning. Whoa. Lots of wedding planning and the LASIK procedure. It, it's been busy. It's been very busy. It sounds like it has been mm-hmm. quite a riveting. Yeah, the LASIK uh, procedure was kind of scary, you guys, but it was, it was really, really like beneficial. <laughs> Worth yeah, it. I mean, optic mm-hmm. blast, dude. Well, I mean, you have lasers. I trade anything. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd trade anything for that. I know, like, I can save the world if I wanted to. It's pretty or awesome. Destroy. I'm not gonna destroy save it. it. Or, I or could, you can destroy it. Or I could take <laughs> it over as my own. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, who's next, Nick? Uh, oh, hello. So, uh, I've been uh, in a rough spot in my life, so I've been playing a lot of video games to d- distract myself. Oh God, Aiden, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, obviously. This is our virtual Because hug. this is not personal life podcast. But I've been playing <laughs> Dragon Quest Heroes, which was amazing. I, like, rushed through that as fast as possible. Uh, it's like the Dynasty Warriors Dragon Quest game. It's that's awesome. Really good. Fun. And it seems like it has the puns. It, do- the, it's st- it, it does, them. but uh, I, there's not enough puns for me. Like, I don't know. I was, I was jonesing the entire the time. Um, <laughs> but then it, and now I'm playing Fallout 4 because everyone is, and I just figured oh. I would go with the crowd because I'm... Heavy sigh. Yeah, but it's really fun. So I've been game. playing it like Minecraft oh, Fallout good. version. Like, I've been doing more base building than anything oh, else. house? Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm of the opinion that Fallout has some of the most immer- is probably one of the most immersive games. Mm-hmm. Like when you just turn on the radio and you just walk into like oh, yeah, yeah. for like an hour, and then you occasionally run into stuff, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Um, <laughs> I ordered a PC on Monday. I I've been saving up a lot of money, like just like I saved up a lot of money for the PS4. It's like I finally was able to afford. Like I got the PS4, then I finally Good able to going, afford the man. PS Whoa. the PC the PC parts. Spent more money than I'm willing to admit on this podcast. <laughs> Dude, the Spencer Aiden LP thing will be real. It can't be more than the LASIK eye surgery I just got. Well, probably not, yeah. <laughs> That's a surgery. <laughs> um, and the parts are still coming in, like trickling in, so I'm not quite ready to build it yet. So I'm still on my crappy old laptop. Um, yeah. Trying to go fast. Yeah. Uh, I have finals coming up, so that terrifying. I only have two that I'm worried about, oh, so it's not joy. too big a deal. Uh, still planning a ton of bi- Binding of Isaac. I've been reading a lot, and I started writing again, so that's fun. Woo! Writing! Oh, and I don't sleep anymore, apparently, so that's fun. I was 15 minutes late to the podcast because I was, I passed out at 4 p.m., so... (laughs) Welcome to the no sleep I don't sleep at night, I just sleep at random intervals. (laughs) The no sleep podcast. Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is, and it's good. But, um, I know I listened to it. All. I experienced sleep paralysis for the first time just last night, so life's good. All right, kicking it off to someone else <laughs> before I bring the room on even that, harder on down. On that happy note, <laughs> Spencer. All right, Nicarino. Oh, me. Okay, I can do this super fast. Um, I've been a very busy boy, so to speak. Uh, busy uh, boy. Uh, a busy boy, <laughs> as Pegasus would say. Uh, right now, Spencer like, boy. Spencer boy. <laughs> uh, r- right now, uh, for Monster Vine, I'm playing Yokai Watch, and that's a very charming and fun game. Really? Uh, it- it's Pokemon, Dragon Quest, and Digimon all mixed together <laughs> with uh, a lot of Japanese charm. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's really neato. <laughs> Lots of ghosts. <laughs> Lots of spooky ghosts, and Lots they're not really spoops. spooky. They're all really cute. So, so I'm playing that, uh, anime. I've been watching Kentucky Hitman Reborn. Um, oh. Because as a little as a little kid, here's another nerd story, really quick. I was in grade five. I was I was ten years old. I got shown and jumped. Uh, Reborn was on the cover. No idea what it was, but thought it was really cool. We had an art project. I did a literal art project on Reborn when I was ten. Oh, <laughs> you nerd! <laughs> uh, I got a decent mark, even though my teacher had no idea <laughs> what it was. And then like I read a little bit of it as a kid, but then I uh, I didn't have a chance to read more because I didn't have a lot of money to buy a bunch of volumes of manga. So and it wasn't running in jump, uh, so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it up to my ten year old self, and I'm gonna watch Reborn. And I just finished the Varia arc. It's very good. Love the main character because he's a big old wimp. Fits in with me perfectly. <laughs> uh, and I love Lambo because he's a little twerp, and mm-hmm. I love him. Highly recommend that show to anybody. It's on Crunchyroll. Check it out. Like also, 
Oh, Gokudera, yeah. who's like, Judaime! Judaime! <laughs> Judaime! <laughs> Um, he always, the main character, it's basically, it's about a, a kid who turns out is next in line to be a leading member of a mafia family. <laughs> Doesn't want to be because he's like a wimp and he hates it. And I was like, and cool, because cool. it's the uh, mafia. Yeah, that's the biggest part yep. of it. Um, so they send a little baby dude named Reborn who can shoot you with a bullet that when you die makes you come back to life and f- fulfill any of your regrets. Uh, nice. from there, it gets really comedy and then action. Very good. Go check it out. Highly recommend it. Shameless plug time. Ace Bonanza. I talked about it once before. We just, I just started Star Wars month. I'm reviewing four Star Wars games. Force Unleashed, Battlefront 2, oh, Revenge of the Sith adaption game, and Nicely the Old Republic 1. Uh, at time of recording, Force Unleashed video is out right now. You can go check it out at Ace Bonanza. Uh, and on the 10th of December, if this is out by then, Battlefront 2. And I've video, seen it. It's quite uh, good. Video. Thank you. And stick with it. The first one has kind of bad audio it do- quality. I, I, yeah, uh, it, doesn't <laughs> it doesn't prove. It does improve. It immensely improves from one video to the next video, and it's better from everyone there on. It sounds like the podcast, like from that. Well, it sounds like I sound like right now from then on. Uh, so it's much better. I would highly appreciate your support, uh, but you don't have to go check it out. I'm, I'm I'm trying to be a nice guy. I'm not saying you don't have to do anything. You have to. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be the not nice guy. You have to. We're the we're the bad cop. You, you, you guys run your lives. Uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to interfere. I'm just saying you can check it well, out. Well, I will uh, run your life soon because I have laser eyes. So, that's you better true, go check I, it out now. I for one welcome our optic eye laser overlords. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, so that's uh, YouTube Ace Panza, also on Twitter and Facebook. That's my shameless plug over. Back to you, Nick. Okay. Um I guess I'll finish it off. Uh All right. Let me try to think of, oh man, you, you win, you, you got good? This. You got this. <laughs> you good? Jeez. That was the fastest playlist uh, um, ever, by the way. <laughs> I, I feel Thank like you. most of what I've done since the last play, or, uh, the last, uh, whatever was, has not been very much just because I've been working so much. Mm-hmm. I've had a big influx of commissions, so my, my downtime is, is almost nothing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did manage to get Battlefront 3. Oh, how is it? It is really good, except it, it reminds me too much of, like, Space Call of Duty. Which is why I didn't buy it after the beta. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> I like, it, it's fun, and, you know, I'm connecting with some of my friends again that I don't really get to see a lot, and it's, you know, it's really, you know, it's kind of nice to, to do that and, and whatnot, but after a while, it just kind of feels like, okay, I'm really just playing this game to get better guns, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a bad person to play shooters because it's you know I, I look at my kill streak at the end of the game and it's like oh I killed three people and got killed seventeen times yeah why am I playing this game because <laughs> it's Star Wars and you know so Star Wars Star Wars and also the game only has like six heroes what's with that Come on. six heroes well yeah six, six th- well three villains three yeah heroes. there you go and and like basically four planets to play on for now. What's, what's all that about? Where's the Clone Wars, uh, huh? huh? No one likes the Clone Wars. Prob- Where's Darth Maul? Probably gonna Everybody be DLC. Likes the clone. Hey, okay, everybody can argue about the prequels, but the atmosphere, ships, and planets of the prequels all fit very well into a Battlefront No, you're right. You cannot yeah, deny that. You're absolutely right. Um, so, so I picked up that, been playing that a bit. Um, I also just recently on uh, Cyber Monday picked up uh, Destiny, and I oh. haven't played a minute of it because I've add had Max. a lot of work. Um, when you do add Max, he's a monster. <laughs> I I'm, I don't even know what that means. All I know is that I'm going to hopefully play it when I get some free time because I've got a bunch of friends of mine that, that have it and are playing it. And they're like, Nick, come play with us. And I'm like, I have a real problem. <laughs> are you, are you, are, Nick, are you friends yeah, with us? Yes. Yeah, and actually, I'm secretly a Muppet as well. I knew oh. it. Oh-ho! I knew Sexiest that's. I knew that's why your alive. Skype picture. Oh, yeah. I knew that's why your mic, your Skype picture was Lexaeus. You're hiding. I'm a Muppet. You're a Muppet of Lexaeus. Better. I'm a, I'm a hey, Lex welcome Muppet. to the Kingdom Hearts World Podcast. So other than that, I've just been kind of mentally preparing for my web comic, which. I really want to get underway and hopefully up online uh, in February. No problem. Give that a shameless plug. Give that a shameless plug, <laughs> brother. brother. Yes, my shameless plug of something. We all get one. I have nothing else to say about it because it's hardly anything concrete yet. Except that it's going to be really cool and awesome, and you should all check it out. I'm hoping so. 
I know some. Yay! Yay. Uh, other than that, I did some Black Friday shopping. That was really fun. Ooh. Um, I got a little Ike. Was it like Dynasty Warriors? Huh? Were you like mowing through crowds of people? You know, there really, actually, where, where I live, there really isn't like that many people, and they're not that ferocious. Mm. Like, I've oh, that's nice. yet to see people try to kill each other over anything. Yeah. But, um, that's nice. But I, I managed to get a little Ike Ooh. figure, a little um, uh, Ike amiibo. Oh, I got a, I got a shulk. <gasps> did you really? You did. Yeah, I found a shulk. Dude, I did. There was a, there was a Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon's mine. I have him. He's mine. What? I saw him at a Walmart. <laughs> it was also you a Canadian. Canadian. He's, he's, lack of he's my dude. Demand. He's my dude in, in Smash Bros. And I can't, like, I went to GameStop and there was a kid that had a Captain Falcon and he's sitting in line and I was like, and you wanted Wait, to punch him in the you face. You have Captain Falcon? He was like, Yeah, this is the last one. And <laughs> Yeah, this is the last <laughs> one. <laughs> my, and then my, I came in with my eye lasers. And great, great <laughs> mowed him down. Optic blast. <laughs> um other than Go on a quick tip, go on Amazon dot like UK. They have the cheapest amiibos. What? Really? Dang, yeah, my friend got me a Ness amiibo for my birthday off Amazon for like twenty bucks. Ooh, Same with Pit. Twenty bucks? That's more Ness than and the Pit, usual, baby. Anyway, uh, sorry about that. You can okay. finish up there. Uh, I think the only <laughs> thing other than that that I've been doing is... Oh, I just finished Jessica Jones. How oh, is that? So how is yeah, that? We can, we'll make a playlist about Daredevil and De- Jessica Jones because we don't have time to talk about how great <laughs> Let's they are. Do it, let's do it after the Luke Cage one comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then we can talk about all three. Um, so there you go. There's a quick preview. Yeah. Right there. And then uh, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Or, I'm sorry. Yes. What? Excuse me. I'm from the future. Did Did you use Grace's laser <laughs> eyes to to like yes. persuade yeah, someone? Shot to tear a hole a in the fabric of space time. Is Grace's ring made out of like space time diamond? And when she shoots her eyes at them, <laughs> they like open up a pocket. Absolutely it's so, it's not, Spencer. That's not totally that what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to you. I won't tell anybody if you let me in. <laughs> I'll tell you better after. Okay, let's close it up. Oh, but no, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts uh, Dream Drops. Ooh. That Good is really Good fun. Good it's game. probably my favorite gameplay so far, actually. It's really fun. I love the, uh, the you know, shooting around at the speed of sound. It's 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 good 3D Sonics mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Well, would you want to close it out then? Nick? I don't know what the usual thing you say is, but it's been a good podcast, guys. So, <laughs> okay, so you I'll do the thing. To do the, uh, I, we'd like to remind you this podcast is a production of KingdomHeartsWorld.net. You can find us on Facebook as Kingdom Hearts World, and on Twitter is at KHW Podcast. Both of which have our official al- album art made by Grace, which is very nice. Thank you're looking you. at right now is our profile pictures, and that's how you'll know it's us. If you have any questions for us, make sure to shoot us our questions at either of those links. And with that... With your laser eyes. Beep, beep, beep. With your laser eyes, we are out of here. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you around. See you around, dudes. We love you. Bye. Later, nerds. Okay, so so my explanation of evolution story is that I I watch the show religiously because I, uh, X-Men are cool as heck and I love them. So yeah. I watch like the night. Yeah, they're kind of all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear the breathing? Yes, I hear the turmoil. Um, so like I watched the 90s X-Men show, I read X-Men, whatever. So I watched X-Men Evolution. And I, I like my favorite X Men has always been X Man, X X X member has always <laughs> been Cyclops because he's the coolest, and anyone who says otherwise is stupid. Oh, and, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. Nightcrawler is an acceptable answer too. Yes. <laughs> um, Storm's I'm just kidding. Anybody though. you love, Storm's anybody cool, you love but... is also a great X Men member. I don't want to offend anybody. But okay, let's I gotta, offend everyone. I gotta know though who's who's your favorite. Uh, Bat. What were their names again? Bat family. Remember, say the Brotherhood the of Mu- Evil Mutants. Yeah. My favorite Brotherhood member, other than Magneto, is Toad because I'm an idiot. Yes. <laughs> Toad. For some reason, uh. I always really like Toad. <laughs>
Me too. Can I, just, can I just do the juggernaut just because I love his quote? Juggernaut. The juggernaut. I'm juggernaut. The juggernaut, bitch. I think that was just the movie, though, wasn't it? Yeah, Based whatever. off of that stupid, that, that YouTube thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, so <laughs> I watch X-Men Evolution, and it's really cool. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear sunglasses to school tomorrow. Because I'm going to oh, convince no. everybody that I shoot optic beams if I don't. <laughs> so that, that was my mindset, too. So I, I go like, to school. Yeah. <laughs> I go in class wearing my sunglasses. Oh, and this goodness. naggy girl is like, take those off. You don't need them. And I was like, I actually do need them. <laughs> and she was like, why are you inside? And I was like, if I take these off. Take, keep in mind, I was, I, was, I was eight years old. Okay. She, she's like... Why do you need the mod? I was like, if I take these off, I will shoot lasers <laughs> and destroy I will kill you all. and destroy everything, and I won't mean to do it. <laughs> and she told the teacher. The teacher made me take them off. <laughs> <laughs> so Spencer's no, always been this way. Would be like, and she made me take them off. And, and I, I blasted the whole school everyone. by accident. And then <laughs> Professor Xavier came, and I'm recording from the X Mansion right now. And that's. <laughs> And that's how my old elementary school got blown up. <laughs> and that's what started the Marvel Civil War. Anyway, anyway, that's my X-Men Evolution story. So let's get on to the podcast.